Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, welcome back. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with JC. Aloha. We're going to continue this conversation on unique benefits for all size companies, uh, really focusing on, you know, benefits that those small companies can offer, uh, specifically if, if you're, you're trying not to break the bank and maybe if you can't afford the big benefits such as health insurance, medical, dental. Um, but if you're a large employer, you know, this is for you too. What unique benefits do you have that set you apart as an employer of choice or that you wish you had? Yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as like daily pints of ice cream, massages and yoga, or maybe uh, what's that other one that, oh, it's very popular, the goat yoga. You bring goats in and they walk <laughs> on your back or something, right? I think you're going to probably need some other liability insurance for that too. <laughs> I would, I would encourage you that if you are bringing any goats into the workplace, uh, which would be totally cool, by the way, uh, just uh, maybe you know uh, hire an outside company that comes with the insurance liability. Right. So all you got to do is schedule it, and that's the other thing too. You know, I've worked for many size organizations, small and and medium and large, and. The, the rule of thumb, you know, for me was always originally, uh, okay, let's see what we can get as cheap as possible until somebody has an accident or something happens. So pay the extra few bucks and pay an external company to do those things like goat yoga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting when you start thinking about unique benefits, though. It doesn't have to be something completely off the wall, like Velcro walls and skydiving. It could be something pretty simple. Like no official work hours. I hear that's a thing. Yeah. And now, again, we, we get into the salary versus hourly thing and how you're tracking uh, people's time. I personally, I'm, I don't worry so much about the salary versus hourly. As long as I'm tracking people's time, why am I going to hold hourly people more accountable to getting stuff done than salary? Here, clock in, clock out. Um, the only thing you do know is if, an hourly person clocks in and even if they didn't get their work done, you still got to pay them. So, right. you know, it's the, it's the point of being there. Uh, there are so many benefits above and beyond the common ones that we discussed and some that we didn't even discuss, you know, vision, long-term care, short-term care, short-term disability, um, all those indemnity insurances, uh, pet insurance, financial wellness programs, uh, you know, online identity protection, Believe it or not, a lot of those are actually the common ones. But what should you do to be different? It depends on your culture. It really does. It depends on your location, depends on if you're in person or virtual, and then it depends on your culture. And then, of course, it does depend on your budget as well. You know, two of the things that stand out to me on some of the information shared back and forth between us before the show was scheduled socialization during the workday. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to supersede the lunch hour, just blocking out time during your day where uh, you and your teams can meet for, let it, be a, uh, let it be a half hour twice a week or maybe a solid hour or two periodically. But schedule socialization doesn't necessarily have to be work-oriented discussion, but really just 
downtime during the day where you could just get to know each other a little bit better or just, I don't know, talk about that that football game that got played the, the night prior or something. I don't know. What do you what do you think about that? It's really important. It really is. You know, another idea that um, you can do for whether, you know, if you're if you're working virtually, it's a little more a little awkward at first. But we're all used to it at this point. If we're working virtually of, of socializing on Zoom, for example, um, you and I do it all the time. Right, JC? Yeah. So it's like it's, that's the way we catch up because we live so far apart. But uh, doing that scheduled social socialization in person or virtually is very important. Why? If I'm friends with you or friendly with you and you're my coworker and I'm having a bad day or my manager just really made me angry, I'm going to be less likely to go home and resign that day because I don't want to let my friends down. And so folks that are listening, those ice cream socials, those coffees, those sending a lunch to somebody's home and then having lunch on Zoom together. It may seem like, oh, this is just ridiculous and people want everything, but it improves your team engagement, your commitment to each other, not to you, the company, but to each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. And aside from scheduling that socialization, if your culture isn't really accepting of scheduled socialization and maybe you're trying it out a little bit here and there, you got to weigh the pros and cons and say to yourself, well... I suppose that we could still sacrifice three to four hours or two to four hours every two weeks and just cut everyone loose on that every second Friday just a little bit early. Shut the doors yeah. down early. Let them walk out. Who knows? Could be a nice uh, nice benefit that's it's still going to cost you, but will it cost you as much as goat yoga, Wendy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, you know, another way, and thank you for bringing that up. If your culture doesn't accept, um, you know, the social socialization and the wasting time, you know, well, how about connecting it to something that maybe could be a tax write off, right? Like charity work, yes. right? Okay. We're going to um, pull together, you know, we're all going to go in the lunchroom or we're going to meet somewhere and we're going to put together bags for the local homelessness uh, initiative. And we're going to make sure that their lunches are, are given out or we're putting together clothing drives, whatever it is. Um, or you're literally collecting money and then you're donating it, which could be a, a tax write-off. Not everything given to charity is a tax write-off and time is not a tax write-off. So, you know, you, you need, if you're, you need to talk to your CFO and not your HR department in that area. <laughs> well, you know, some people do say uh, charity begins at home, Wendy. And to that, after hours experiences are a real big thing in the uh, extra benefits world, if you think about it. If you are going to be giving back in the community, here's a wild idea. I'm just going to put this out there, Wendy. You tell me if I'm nuts. I don't mind it, okay? But in the same way that you might go, at the end of at the end of the week or scheduled periodically, you have your staff go and give back to the community and clean up someone's yard or or do what for different organizations like that. Have a chore help rotation. You've got a company of under fifty people. Everyone pulls together and mows Ted's lawn today. And next week we're going to Susie's house. And next week it's the next person, etc. I don't know. There's there's something to be said for after hours surprises. Let it be surprise trips or or uh, affording your employees date nights, but chore help sending the entire staff over to someone's house because they're trying to put new shingles on. You know what? The whole company is here to help you today. Don't worry about it. I have, to, 
I have to tell you, um, my company that I worked at, where I started my HR career, we were literally, I mean, our company values were called our family values. Um, and we were one big family. And, you know, we're, I'm here in Florida. We got hit with a lot of hurricanes at one point in time. Oh, yeah. And you didn't even, there was no question asked. Now, our insurance company did not like what we were doing. Um, so please, again, you're going to talk to your insurance agents too, and probably your CFO. But when those hurricanes hit, and soon as the roads were open and safe, what did many of our employees do? They went to the office to clean it up. And it's like, yeah. what? You've got to be kidding me. Nobody asked. And to me, as the HR person, I'm like, oh my God, everybody's got to get out of there. It's not safe, you know. But in the end, it got done because people cared so much about the office. And then everybody went to each other's house. Literally, JC, you just mentioned it about shingles. I had my roof put on by my coworkers. That's so and then cool. we went we went and put three roofs on together. So I learned how to roof from my coworkers who happen to be engineers um, because there was no roofers available for almost a year here in Florida. You can get the supplies, but you couldn't get the people to do the roofing. And yeah. so, yep, I was the first one. It was a joke. Well, well, it's good enough for Wendy's house and we'll just test everything on her house. But <laughs> I got a roof put on by coworkers and then we went and did two other ones. Now, I'm not saying go that far. Again, any, any insurance people on here right now are probably sweating bullets because it is dangerous. You have to make sure you that's not that's not um, company time. It's volunteer time. Right. But let's talk about volunteer work, too. You can pay your employees, I don't know, two to three days off a, a, a year or 40 hours a year and say you get 40 hours a year off or let's just start small one day off a year. And we're going to pay you to go volunteer at a local charity. That's a huge benefit. It's a win-win for everyone involved. I'll tell you what, paychecks are a big thing. And the way we get paid could actually turn out to be a benefit in a way. Absolutely. Let's talk about that in our next uh, episode coming right up. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.